If you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. Welcome to People Are Revolting, a daily dose of disobedience. First up is a piece written by Chris Mays, published at Reformer.com. Activists seeking a ceasefire in Gaza marched through downtown Brattleboro and rallied at the Common. Ellen Schwartz of Brattleboro, co-organizer, estimated more than 200 people participated. I felt like it was a good showing for ceasefire and peace in Brattleboro and the community, she said. The focus of the march was calling for a ceasefire now, so ending the war immediately. Schwartz said the demonstration also was about ending U.S. complicity in war crimes, especially sending arms to the Israeli government and military, and ending the occupation so Palestinians can have a self-determination as to their future. She estimated more than 11,000 Palestinians have been killed and more than 1 million people have been displaced since Israel responded to the Hamas attack on October 7. She's concerned about the lack of food, disease spreading by unsanitary water, and lack of health care due to the hospitals shut down as a result of the war. We felt like we wanted to be visible in Brattleboro, particularly in our town because this is the hometown of our congressional representative, she said, referring to U.S. Representative Becca Ballant. Activists have been urging members of Congress to call for a ceasefire. Ballant made national news when she became the first Jewish congressperson to call for a negotiated ceasefire in an op-ed that was published in various media outlets, including Saturday's Reformer. That reversal happened just days after protesters up in Burlington disrupted her fundraiser, Schwartz said. This heartens me because I feel like we as voters can move our congressional delegation towards a ceasefire. Schwartz said she also believes the Vermont delegation could lead the way by using the Foreign Assistance Act, which allows any congressperson to introduce a bill that would require a report from the U.S. State Department to review whether war crimes are being committed by a country the U.S. is supporting. Dan DeWalt of South Newfane co-organizer said protests aren't always useful, but in this case, it was actually an exercise in power, and it's being exercised all over the world. Every minute, people are being slaughtered by bombs and guns, DeWalt said. Organizers have been disappointed in President Biden's unwavering support for Israel, DeWalt said. DeWalt noted the U.S. has no sway over Hamas, but it does over Israel. As much as Israel does what it wants to do, and as much as it will defy us, they are heavily dependent on us, DeWalt said. Why not use the maximum pressure we can? Kate Casa, a Brattleboro co-organizer, said organizers were part of no groups per se, just local people who feel outraged about what's happening in Gaza and decided to get together and give people an opportunity to express their opinions. As the march started at the Brattleboro Food Co-op, Casa could see the participants stretching all the way to the intersection of High Street. It was a very wide range of people, she said. The signs expressed all different kinds of thoughts and positions, but I think the overwhelming call was for a ceasefire. 
The political, politically radical Bread and Puppet Theater of Glover participated in the march, as did attendees from around the state. A performance by the puppeteers was held during the rally. Casa said some people were waving Israel flags. She suggested that had been in support of Yala. Zohar Arama, owner of Yala, Vermont, was born in Israel. Quote, Preparing for ridiculous pro-Hamas protests here in Brattleboro, Yala posted on Instagram with a picture of an Israel flag handing outside, hanging outside of the restaurant with hashtags that included Israel, Jewish, and local food. Casa argued that the demonstration was about stopping the killing of Palestinians, especially civilians. If the fighting stops, Schwartz said, there's some chance for diplomacy. She worries things will only get worse if Israel continues with a plan to move to a southern part of Gaza, where displaced people moved. I am Jewish, and I feel like Israel claims to speak on behalf of the Jewish people, and I disagree with its policies, she said. It has nothing to do with the Jewish people or the Israeli people. I feel like that government does not speak for me or my beliefs for humanity. Next up is a piece written by Dean Moses, published at amny.com. Over a thousand protesters assembled in Brooklyn on Sunday afternoon to demand local Congress member Dan Goldman seek a ceasefire in the Middle East. Goldman, who was in Israel during the October 7 terrorist attacks by Hamas that plunged the region into conflict, has staunchly supported Israel in the weeks that followed. But those who swarmed Grand Army Plaza on November 19 said they wanted the freshman Congress member to use his voice to call for a ceasefire, saying they stand with those caught in the crossfire in both Israel and Gaza. Dan, you were in Israel on October 7, and you and your family were able to escape safely. We are grateful for that. But Representative Goldman, are you listening to the pleas of mothers in Palestine, in Israel, and the mothers right here in Park Slope, one protester said, or are you abandoning them? An estimated 1,400 protesters gathered with flags and signs under the afternoon sun and the surrounding statues in an effort to show Goldman where his constituents lie on the matter. This comes after some 1,100 Brooklynites signed an open letter to Goldman's office, likewise demanding him to take action. The Congress member has not yet responded to the request. He has, however, publicly condemned violence upon Palestinians by Israeli settlers. Quote, Imagine being stuck under the rubble, your home completely shattered all around, men, women, and children under the rubble, Sumaya Awad said. Over 12,000 Palestinians have been murdered in the last six weeks, over 4,500 children. We keep repeating these numbers, and I keep thinking they are going to become normalized. It still shocks me to the core. While demonstrators took the moment to push for Goldman to take action in peaceful, albeit large-scale fashion, other attempts have not been as peaceful. November 17, Goldman's Brooklyn office in Park Slope was vandalized with Free Palestine scrawled over its window and Let Gaza Live written over its wall. Quote, Harassing, intimidating, and outright attacking the staff of a Jewish elected official at a time of rising violence and rampant anti-Semitism is dangerous and unacceptable, Communications Director Simone Cantor said in response to the vandalism. 
And finally, on this episode is a piece written by Neil Poran and published at independent.co.uk. Politicians from the SNP, Scottish Labour, and the Scottish Greens have addressed a crowd of thousands which gathered in Glasgow to call for a ceasefire in Gaza. The demonstrators rallied in Glasgow Green amid relentless rain before marching through the city centre. Organizers estimated that around 18,000 people turned out for the pro-Palestinian event organized by a coalition of groups called the Gaza Genocide Emergency Committee. Those attending had been urged to write their names on their arms as a gesture of solidarity with the besieged population of Gaza, who have used the method so they can be identified and buried with relatives if they are killed. Many in the crowd at Glasgow Green chanted from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, during the demonstration, one of several taking place in a National Day of Action around the UK. One of those addressing the rally was SNP MP Annam Kaisar. She said she had backed a ceasefire in the vote on her party's Commons Amendment earlier this week, as it was the morally correct thing to do. The MP told the crowd 11,000 people have been massacred in Gaza, almost half of whom are children. Over 1,000 people killed in Israel by the atrocious attack on Hamas. These numbers are rising and they will continue to rise daily unless there's an immediate ceasefire. She said it is shameful that the current Foreign Secretary, Lord David Cameron, is not an MP, so cannot be questioned in the House of Commons. Scottish Greens co-leader and government minister Patrick Harvey also spoke to the crowd. He said, quote, I cannot comprehend the mindset of those in Israel who somehow seem to believe that further brutalizing an already brutalized people can ever be a way of achieving their own security. Mr. Harvey lamented how previous attempts to find peace in the region had failed, adding, quote, Peace can only come with justice and with a profound correction to the historic injustice of the dispossession, occupation, demonization, and brutalization of the Palestinian people. Scottish Labour MSP Pauline McNeil said she had supported the Palestinian cause for 30 years. She said Scottish Labour would call for a ceasefire in an upcoming debate in Holyrood on Tuesday. Ms. McNeil said she was proud of Labour MPs who broke with the whip to vote for a ceasefire earlier in the week. She said, quote, the end goal must be justice for the people of Gaza. It must be justice for the people of Palestine. They're entitled to justice, the longest conflict in history, and the only acceptable solution now is the ceasefire. Demonstrations have taken place around Scotland each weekend since the conflict started. The Gaza Genocide Emergency Committee said Saturday's demonstration is intended, quote, to show politicians we mean it when we say we want a ceasefire now. If you want to follow People Are Revolting on social media, you'll find us in the Fediverse at movingtrainmedia at collectiva.social. If you want to listen to back episodes, head over to peoplearerevolting.com. Keep revolting, and thanks for listening.
you want a sign that humanity's still got it going on. The people are revolting. I think you just nailed it.